Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast. Podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm Eric, and today we're talking about sports coach Wallace and Gromit. Nice, dude. Very good. Okay, so I think real. Uh, I'm my levels are all wacky. I think right now I'm dialing them in as we speak. Cool. Go ahead and explain how you found this to me, because uh huh. You know, it's kind of just like, and I think this is just a good example of wh- what happens with the way that I listen to music. And I think I kind of talk about this all the time, but it's, you know, that's kind of the idea of doing something like this is I'm going to sure. kind of say the same thing a lot. Um, and, you know, if, if I could, if I could get some runway here and hopefully I can, you know, count on myself to, to mm-hmm. r- keep this on the rails exactly how I'd like, but. I think this has to do with how I've been taking in media generally lately too. Sure. But, so this album, Wallace and Flora by Sports yep. Coach, came out in 2017. Jeez. Uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know how I'd even describe it. It's kind of, I guess it's bedroomy, you know? It's kind of like, mm. the, the vocals actually remind me a lot of a local band that I like a lot from here that I'll talk more about later. Um, but it's just kind of little kind of and i kind of like this sort of thing where it's just a song is just kind of the same the, the whole way through and it's just sort of happening and it's just this is a lot of what like my huge playlist is now um yeah. did i ever give you my my spotify login so you can just like listen to that no i, I want to do that at sh- some point i want to that's that. how we do that episode that's exactly how we do that episode finally that's how we start doing those spotify things is i just give you my login right and no, that makes of, sense um okay but anyway, so, uh, yeah, this is kind of, and the way that I've been like working and stuff lately that I was just talking about a bunch off mic, like I'm just, it's a lot of backgroundy kind of just like, all right, let's just let it happen. Let it roll through, you know, whatever. And, but the thing is, I, I kind of have gotten to a point where I'm not like super stoked on much, um, media wise. Um, where it's just like, I'm not really feeling a super hard connection to much. And I, I've kind of, maybe that, maybe I've swung on that in the past like week or so, which I'll get to as well. But either way, right. the thing is kind of overall is I think I'll listen to things like this very casually. Let's see on, on my, uh, screen, which I'm no longer casting, but on my computer, I'm saying on Spotify, I was going to try to walk through. There's like one song that I, that I've liked from this album, like a heart on it on Spotify, you know? And that's kind of, you've just been getting fed stuff like this then. Yeah, exactly. And which I like, um, I like this world of kind of whatever. Uh, it's just cool. But the thing is, it doesn't really stand up in an album for me. That's, this is the song here. This is my favorite one. This is the one for me. It's just cool. It's just like kind of groovy, kind of spooky, kind of dreamy. Little spooky, yeah. Know what this sounds it's, like to me? What? This sounds like um like Pedro Pascal uh kind of edited together thirst traps made by 15-year-olds. This is the song they put behind it. Like TikTok? Yeah. I guess that makes sense why it's I find really, things like this now. But it's it's as a real it's really niche. But you know what actually you know what it are you really s- sounds like? What? It 
and I mean this in the most benign way possible. Oh, uh, it sounds very goth. Yeah, yeah. See, that's kind of what I. That's what I like. You know, little, and like little it's, Depeche Mode it's, type situation. Yeah, I, I. It's it's one of those things. It's the same as when I like got into hardcore, where I was like, well, I, I say that, but I also say it carefully because I know that's like a whole thing, and like, um, you know, I know that I'm not saying that I like Depeche Mode. I know that I'm not probably gonna try to listen to Depeche Mode, but yeah. you know what I mean. There's a there's a music festival in May with some bands like that, like Billy Idol and stuff that. My friends got me a ticket too. Like I was kind of, they were like about to, they were all getting tickets and they were like, just come. And I was like, yeah, I don't probably can't. And they were like, just, it's May. You can probably buy then. And I was like, yeah, maybe like just get a ticket. <laughs> so like, I'm stoked just on that so, kind of thing. I so just like, like uh, whatever, man. Yeah. I think they're going to end up having to sell that ticket. But um, anyway, the thing is, these things don't hold up for me in an album too much. Like, we're playing the whole album right now, and it's fine. I don't dislike the album. It's 25 minutes. I can put that on easy. I've put it on three or four times working in the past, like, two or three days because it's fine, you know? Um, but, yeah. This, uh, <laughs> this record sounds like another record being recorded from somewhere else in the room. Yeah, which is cool. You know, I like it's interesting, that. Yeah. I like that that exists. It's kind of like a chill cow kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's less of a like, less of like a uh, less of like a I'm writing music thing, and more like a I'm writing a soundscape kind of thing. Yeah, sound art. Yeah, there's one track in here that's just like noodling on a synthesizer, and it's like that's not a written piece you can tell i'm sure those like chords are written but it's like all the noodling is just kind of it's just fiddling around it's just jamming so it's like kind of sound art a little bit is this jam band this is new jam this is new jam band bro but and then okay that's so a then that kind really of really interesting me to, thing that we've never gotten into but yeah go on. i wonder if we will but um i like this song a lot it's just kind of you know, it just kind of takes one thing, and then it's kind of like, all right, yeah, I dig that. Um, anyway, media generally, lately. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, there's this podcast. I do the, the movie podcast. Um, I'm taking Shut in a up. lot of media um, to have an opinion on every week. A couple hours. Yeah. You know, it's that's kind of like a... little debilitating, huh? Yeah, it's like really like it's fine. I I dig it because it's like what I like to talk about anyway, but sometimes it's kind of pretending to find an angle on something. And I've noticed a few times recently not having to do that, which is super cool. It's really nice to see. Yeah. Um and one example of that recently was I was watching The Royal Tenenbaums, Wes Anderson movie, like an older one. I have got seen like that Ben one. Stiller and stuff, Luke and Owen Wilson. There's um, a second, there's a Wilson brother? Oh, yeah, Luke Wilson, bro. He's actually, he's like a handsome, look him up. He's like if Owen Wilson didn't have a busted nose and had like a normal haircut and stuff. And really? like, let's see. Here. But anyway, I was watching uh, this and then I was just kind of like, Luke, Luke Wilson. And I was just watching that and I was kind of like, so much of the time recently, oh. even for like the movie podcast and stuff, you know this guy. 
No fucking way. That's this guy's yeah. name? Yeah. And he's Owen Wilson's brother? Brother, yeah. How the and fuck did I not know that, man? I don't know. But either is way... Do- is it because he doesn't have a fucking catchphrase? I notice so much of the time, like, that to watch a movie or to watch a show, I... Like, I'm just on my phone the whole time. I have to go to the movie theater to really focus kind of thing. Sure. Like, But then I was watching this movie, and I was like, oh, I don't have to try here. I don't have to remind myself to put my phone down. I don't have to, you know, keep myself awake or, like, whatever. Like, y- you know what I mean? I was just self-evident a good product. Yep. Then a couple other times then i was just you just i'm just reminded every once in a while okay i do like certain stuff i do have a attention span and stuff just has to be good you know um and then last week two big things happened to me musically dose dose and one of which was uh i had a frank ocean song stuck in my head or i was listening to it like a couple times And then I was like, I want to keep listening to Frank Ocean right now, actually. And I think I kind of arrived at Frank Ocean. Interesting, Um, because you wanted to do Blonde. See, that's what I was kind of going to say, is even that... uh, This is not the point I was trying to make, but this is something that I was thinking. Like, I've... We did it on the podcast. I think I mentioned this on the movie podcast last week, actually, because I was I was having that thing, the Frank Ocean thing happening that day. But yeah, like I've listened to Frank Ocean. I like Frank Ocean. I like the idea. I like some of, of the him. Frank Ocean stuff. I I understand what he's doing. Uh, I'm familiar with a lot. I've watched stuff about him personally, things like that. But yeah it's kind of it was kind of it was even another stage last week where i was like oh let me see if i can find like i'll watch some a concert of his on somebody's cell phone like i'll listen to all of his albums for a day you know what i mean like i was just mm. like a couple days last week i was doing that so that was exciting um because it was something i was caring about it was weird to connect with it a little bit more than i had before and like i remember a while ago uh you know everybody talked about frank ocean blah 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 and then there was one time on Buckets, Billy Skifiri was talking about Frank Ocean. And then he was yep. like, he's just so cool and he writes so well. And I just can't imagine like anybody being cooler or writing anything better. And I was kind of like, yeah, I guess I can see that in one of those kind of like Beyonce's a genius kind of way. You know what I mean? Where it's sure. like, uh, yeah, like sh- she's really popular and cool, I guess. Yeah, nice. But then like I've been kind of like, really checking in with like the lyrics and listening to how sparse his music is too. It'll just be a strumming guitar or like, you know, a synth patch or something for a while. And it's like very rhythms he's hitting over nothing. I'm like, what drums is he listening to while he's, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And it's just very, very cool. Lyrically rad. And that was exciting. And then I also saw dinosaur junior. I forgot about that. Yeah. After Talk about this Dinosaur one, Jr. a little bit. After this album, I want to listen to a couple. Maybe we could listen to some Frank too, but some uh, some Dinosaur Jr. would be cool too. But either way, that's another example of like I was at that show. Uh, cool story here too. Uh, sure, I'm down to hear about Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'll let you. Were I'll they let you two? Were they two later. piece in it? Three piece. Um, Is 
is Dinosaur Jr. a three-piece or is Dinosaur Jr. a two-piece? It's a uh, three-piece. Is it? I could have sworn yeah. it was a uh, two-piece. I feel like just guitar and drums. Uh, no, like, like guitar and bass, or two guitars and like a studio drummer kind of thing. Nah, the drummer's been around. I think they've all been there in in ways the whole time. It's Jay Maskus band. You know what I mean? Like he writes right. everything. He even writes Who the drums. These fucking dorks, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, the He's drummer's guys- name is Murph. Is that Murph there? Yeah, I don't know. I know this. Yeah, is- that looks like him. This is the yeah, and Lou this, Barlow, this is guitar guy, right? Wow, look at them, huh? Yeah, I've not what, like known like, what they look like young. I forget that they're like older. You know what I mean? Because uh huh. So because this is what they look like now. Yeah. And even like ten years ago, like Jay Maskus didn't do the beard thing yet, and that's a whole other weird thing too. Right. Um. This is who I'm but, used to seeing. Yeah. This is the version of them I'm used to seeing. That's the most current, I believe. So, um, but let me let me tell you about these guys really quick, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. You want to you want to talk about a bunch of fucking dorks, dude? I hate Just these guys. Dorks, I see them bro. in real life. Ew, yeah. They're like weird at the mall. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like dude all the way to the right is Yeah. In the line at Burger King with you. Uh-huh. Standing maybe a little too close to you. Yeah. This guy, guy in the middle, strangling yeah. a teddy bear in, like, a hallmark. Like, just a creep. Yeah, and then he's kind of just got this face on all the time. Kind of watching yeah, he lo- either of them do what the other one's doing. <laughs> yeah, real super stoned out, just perma-high vibes. And then, uh... But- I want to. Can I just allow okay, me to touch yeah, on the Wilson brothers really quick? Let's hear I, a description. I had a little. Too. I had a little riff on the. So I had no idea that these guys related. And you're like, oh, just look up a picture of him. He looks like the other but one without a broken nose. Never even I, given it that much. Like I disagree. I don't think these radar. guys like. I don't think these guys like anything I like. Anything. Okay. Not only that, but Owen Wilson. Yeah. What else? Looks like he could be a fucking supervillain, while uh-huh. Luke Wilson looks like he'd be the superhero that has to take down that supervillain. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Stronger job. Why, yeah, why you're kind of is, like Owen Wilson's kind of like this all the time. Uh huh. His brother's kind of like. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know what you I mean? know what's so funny that you're doing that because there's this episode of X Files that's hilarious. I love it so much. It's. <laughs> It's like this vampire thing. They go to this town. They're, uh, and the way the episode goes, X-Files is such a good show because there's so much of it that they got kind of experimental with some episodes. They'd get fun. They'd get creative and have fun, but then they get right back to the main thing. But um, there's this one episode where it's told in two parts, like once for, for, through the perspective of Scully and once through the perspective of Mulder. And Luke Wilson is the cop in this town. And, like, in Scully's telling of the story, he's all, like, slick and handsome and cool and, like, a gentleman. And Mulder's being a dick and weird and obnoxious. And then in Mulder's telling of the story, like, Scully's being all stupid and bitchy. And then, like, Luke Wilson is, like, he has big stupid teeth on and a big dumb hat and things like that. (laughs) And, uh, but, like, yeah, I, I love that episode. That's very funny. Probably in season three. It's my favorite season. 
But anyway, I I tried to watch some of the X Files, but I don't know. It just got stale. Yeah. My I think my well, favorite episode to date is the Jack Black episode. That's valid. That's my favorite one too. It's I it's think cool. the story the story there is cool. Yeah, it's a really cool standalone. Like you I don't have like to they, know anything about the show to get it. They kind of like never really get to the bottom of anything. Yeah. And I feel like in that one they really like open a case and close a case in 30 minutes. Yeah. Or 40 minutes. That one or feels whatever. that one's like a little movie. Have I sh- I've shown you the shirt, right? I think so. This shirt? Or have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should. And me so that. it's and it's the Vandal shirt that Giovanni Ribisi is wearing in that episode, but just right. made into X Files. You had the uh you had the poster for a while, the I wanna believe poster. Yeah. So then I see Dinosaur Jr. and uh yeah, the story on that. So actually I thought I've been stoked on this for a while. Um found out maybe a month or two ago they were coming. Doesn't happen often that like you know, cool bands like that come. A lot of time I see shows here that's like sceny bands anyway. Like I haven't seen much shows of like stuff like this that I like. You know what I mean? Right. And um, anyway, I'm stoked. Been broke for a while. I was like, all right, shows this week. Got paid. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to send it. I look up tickets, 120 bucks. I'm like, Ooh, you hate to see I'm it. bummed hard. I'm complaining to everyone I know. I'm complaining at a family party. My mom says Edmund's auntie does uh, bookkeeping for the Republic. Um, Interesting. And then she was like, maybe she can get you some cheaper tickets. I go, okay, cool, let me know. She's like, how many you want? I was like, four. Then a couple days later, she's, my mom just texts me a link. She's like, she says you can just get $40 tickets at this link. I'm like, I look at it. It's the venue link. I'm like, no, nah, that's what I've been clicking. Then I click on it. I wasn't clicking the venue the other day. The internet tricked me, but they did good because, you know, obviously I'm smart and I know how to like tell what links right. are real and not did you get ticket so, mastered no it was some it was called something different but it seemed kind of like a familiar sounding ticket company that it was a like linking or whatever from the venue i forget no i know what those are anyway then she's like but she might be able to get you free tickets she got me four free tickets so Woo! me and three friends go to see dinosaur jr four friends actually one one friend just bought one of the tickets on the day but, Swagged up. Yeah. Yeah. Me and me and one friend are kind of, you know, we, we, we go in the pit. We're having a great time. We kind of just make our way in. I'm just jamming. I'm, I'm dancing. And I actually recorded a voice memo. Song? Yeah, they did. Uh, From Guitar Hero, I think. Yeah, Feel the Pain. Is that what it is? Yep. Toss it on. We're almost at the end of this record. All right. Then... uh. We haven't yeah, touched on way, the fact that this record is just all like pretty much all two minute long songs exactly. Yeah, they're all little just pieces. I think I was starting to say that earlier. It's just little kind of musical I feel like art pieces. It really uh, illustrates that when you tell the exact length and the exact length for most of these songs is a minute and 50 something. That makes sense to me. I would say average runtime on this record is a minute and 40 seconds. I really just like the I- art on it too. It. I think the art goes with how it sounds it's just like a cool little cityscape kind of yeah like very rainy purple. photo oh i like this listen to this part 
Gonna be dead air for a minute here. Nice. Okay. I don't. That was do like a hard thank drugs, you but for imagine you were doing hard listening drugs to the album. That. Yeah. <gasps> Hello, record player. Yeah. Who's that? No, nah, but so that was one of those moments, though, at that show where I was just like, damn, this is just good. I'm stoked. I didn't know all the songs. I knew probably two songs well. Um, but, yeah, uh, one of which was, so, in my most recent breakup, um, I recall, you know, it's tough to, like, listen to music and stuff for for a bit and things like that. Yeah, you don't uh, want to really sour anything you like, too. So you don't want to sour things that you like. Yeah, you don't want to be reminded of, of tough things, whatever. And there was one day, maybe kind of two days in, that a bunch of friends were over for dinner. All of my friends were doing a really good job of keeping me busy and company the whole time, which is really great. And then... I was like, all right, let's put on some music. You know, let's have a, let's just kind of hang out here. And I go through my records. I'm like, what can I put on that's not going to be too heavy, not going to remind me of nothing, just kind of like chill. I was like, how about Dinosaur Jr.? Almost Ready. Their album from after their hiatus, 2007. Um, uh, I put that album on at which juncture... I violently ugly cry on my couch and my friend's girlfriends have to console me for a while. Yeah. It was the big one. It was the big cry, uh, which was, it was weird that it was kind of in public in in this. uh, It's, it's not funny that you cried. It's hilarious that you put on dinosaur junior and that's what lost it. Yeah. Because it is just so expressive and like this man feels, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's loud and, and stuff, but it's also like like yearning and longing and angsty and stuff like that. Um, but it was really cool. Let's see to, if we can recreate it. Let's do it. Let's toss it. <gasps> then, yeah, hell yeah, bro. And yeah, it was cool to kind of see myself on the other side of it where I was like, oh, cool. I'm just hanging out with my homies now and it's just a nice time. Um, but yeah and it was just super fun then i then me and my one friend who were in the middle went to our to leave to find our other friends and they're sitting like in a table in a dark corner in the back being miserable they were like so bored i was like what it why what like i'm glad that i'm glad me and john were in the middle it was crazy but Fucking um free tickets to dinosaur <laughs> junior sitting back here. yeah what are you, what are what you, are you doing? doing go stand what yeah it sucks back here like I don't know. Anyway, uh, it was a really great time. I think it was my favorite show that I've been to since Phoebe Bridgers. Um, it was just a great time. Like I said, too, was, I've only known a couple. I only knew a couple songs, but I was stoked the whole time. He just shreds. He just goes and goes and goes, and it's really cool. Maybe I'm ready for Dinosaur Jr. I haven't given him a chance since 2007. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of going to suggest a pivot but i didn't want to force uh a conversation or a feeling on on uh a switch What's, up on the structure what records that one song on uh, it has like a little guy on it is it this like one weird is it just the top one yeah 
that. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you ever get ready to cry? Yeah. See? Exactly. Um. Dude, such... And you know how, like, huge his rig is and stuff? Like, mm. it was cool. It was cool. Um... I'm stoked that I got How to go. How still did he stand all night? Extremely. At one Insane. point, even, like, the drummer broke the snare, uh, the bottom snare head, which isn't a big deal. And I think that's the thing. Jay Mascus is just unbothered. You know what I mean? It's like... Right. Uh, oh, jeez. Work text. That... Uh, I didn't dig that. Um, but... Uh, yeah, at one point the snare, the bottom head on the snare breaks, and then he's like, uh, well, Murph just had the bottom of the snare head break, but luckily he has another one. And just kind of kept going. I'm now <laughs> finding that's a thing that drummers, like professional drummers will do. You have another. They'll have a second snare, like, off to their left or right side. Yeah, he picked it up to, immediately. Yeah, ready to pick it up and put it on the thing. But then I think the way things are here, that was borrowed. And then he he was like, he started like whacking it, and he was. They were both like, "Oh, it's pretty high." <laughs> and then you just see like the drummer like hitting the snare like a verse into the song, like laughing, like it was just tuned really high, and it was like. It was comical he, to them. Like he was just playing a reggae snare by accident? Yeah, yeah. Um, the way he plays, though, too, Jay Mascus is so cool. It's all chords. He's playing chords the whole time. Yeah. Even when he's, like, shredding, it's kind of... He's picking chords for the most part. Like, and then he'll I think really I think shred. I I'm ready for Dinosaur Jr. now, I think. Cool. Let's do a... After you find what you like, then we'll do a proper episode, and I'll probably repeat a bunch of this stuff. But that's exciting. Yeah, it was really cool to go. I was super stoked on it. Um, the bass player plays so cool, too. He played a grabber. Plays a grabber regularly. It's I think I've said this a few tones. times, right? Yeah. One time, Dave gave us a grabber for a while. And... One of my biggest regrets in life, yeah, isn't somehow weaseling that bass into my possession, dude. The thing is, and I now I've learned my lesson, which coincides with a time in his life where he's not just buying instruments like every other week, right? But, um, just hold on to it because he's buying these things that he likes. And he loves to share them, and he's never going to ask for it back. He'd rather right. see it used than him hold on to it, because what happens in his life is it's a revolving door of like, oh, well, now I found another one. I'll sell that one to get the new one, or I'll sell it to blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then he'll be like, yeah, if you held on to it, I just would I would have never asked for it back. And I've given away and passed on three main instruments. The Hagstrom guitar that I played on yeah. a lot of Offshore Descent stuff. The the grabber bass that Tyler played on a lot of offshore descent stuff. Oh my god. And like a cool just like straight up Gibson SG like red classic uh on a trip to Massachusetts he was like do you want to take this back with you and I was just like I was so bothered by everything at that point. I was just like 
it, it sucks that my life was hectic enough in my mind that I just couldn't like do anything extra, but I just really mm. couldn't be bothered at that time for that sort of thing. And then like, I was like the next time I went or something, maybe a couple months later, even I was like, damn, I wish I took that. And he was like, yeah, I sold it already. Like should have just taken it. Yeah. That grabber is like one of my biggest regrets in life. Cause I mean, I don't know. You ever just taken a look on reverb? Dude, I don't even Four know how to like, yeah. I'm sure it's the kind of thing where that too is like, maybe that was somewhat attainable then. I think they're popular enough now. Yeah, they're so expensive. It's like, I think that's one of those guitars. Yeah, hey, twenty one hundred dollars, twenty five hundred dollars, yeah, two thousand dollars, twenty two hundred dollars, and these are beat. The this, pickup slides too, so dude. that's like that's a part that could break. I think Gibson basses, or maybe I'm making this up, but I think that's like a really case to case kind of instrument too. Like, like this sometimes is we played good one. Sometimes of these. it's not. Yeah. Right. This thing's sick. Rad as hell. Yeah. Sounds so good, dude. It's the guitar hero it, bass. That's what we remind folks of. Even if it didn't sound good, it looked so fucking cool. I'd make it sound good. Yeah. That's what EQ's for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. It's cool enough. It's a. It's an excellent starting point. What are dude, we not reissuing? What like are we not too? reissuing these for? You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah, exactly. There's the Ripper, I think, is close, but I think that's different. The what I've realized too, those like just big bases. Like you, you sent me the Mustang before, which is you know stays in my collection. I, you know, I got yeah. the I modded that pickup, got the cool push pull on it. But sometimes, and and it just is so easy to travel. The, the, the strings on it are kind of dead right now, too, which I dig. It's kind of like a muted kind of thing. It ha it serves a real purpose. But when I play my guild bass, I'm just, like, ripping. Like, because it's so hefty and big and, like, yeah. the tension on it. Just, like, it just rips. It's loud. It's just kind of Dude, feels this really cool. This $5,000 one, this thing is yeah. fucking clean. Right. Look how clean Red one, is. I haven't even seen that, too. This is Keep Chopping, right? This song is this? Yep, Start Chopping. So oh, Start Chopping. So this is a new song. This is from like last year. They stay good. Uh, apparently this is from 1993. Now look. Oh, is it? Oh, shoot. It's off of Where You Been, 1993. Oh, I, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Shut up. Sorry. This guy's so fucking stupid, dude. He put out yeah, so see, he put I out a signature guitar last year, and that was the song that he was playing in the video and talking about. So I thought it was new. I'd want to grab her just simply because of the headstock. The Ripper that's a 2012. A, yeah, but like reissue these yeah, for fucking for real, for real. And even yeah, fifteen hundred bucks pickup? too. I don't want I don't know. pickups. No, I don't want that. That's like trainer. I mean, uh, yeah, I think trainer guitars or Hagstrom. I mean, trainer amps and Hagstrom guitars. That was my rig at the end of Offshore Descent. That's my favorite rig I've had for guitar. Huge bass amp and a twangy little shredder. Um, but I was trying to look up like reissues of that eventually. Which I didn't need to. I think this is probably after I gave these away or after once I once I intended that I was gonna give them back to Uncle Dave. And they're just not cool. And it's the the charm is all gone. And it's like weird things, weird features and stuff. Yep. Look at this fucking thing. Yeah. So many or switches. I think I had the H I I N is what it was called. 
I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm I, I'm just kind of scrolling through these. You yeah. Had, it, you just only had two pickups, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that thing was a feedback fucking monster, though. Yeah. I have uh, never played a guitar with more microphonic fucking. It was a vintage instrument. Um, yeah. If I intended to like, you know, if I kept it and like whatever, I guess it doesn't even matter really. But if I like kept that and we were like touring or something, or eventually right. I was like really buying gear and like honing that rig, it like you're saying you can EQ and stuff like that. I would have got a noise suppressor eventually or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, there it is. No. Almost. Almost. Close. Yeah, see, it's not even really on yeah, reverb. It, it, like, every once in a while... Like, almost doesn't exist. Yeah, every once in a while, Uncle Dave will send me one on there or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so then I was... Uh, so stoked on the Dinosaur Jr. show. It was awesome watching him play. He plays so cool, cool style. It was making me want to play more. I was listening to Frank Ocean a bunch. It was making me want to play more or just play different too. And that was the thing about listening to the Frank Ocean stuff is right. I was kind of like, uh, and I've had this idea for a little bit about, oh, I also watched this uh, Vox video, I think. I talk about those all the time, but it was about Jay Dilla and like a certain beat where he just kind of like, I think Erica Badu was wanting to get a song written by him, and she was like, "Okay, give I've me a seen record." This video. Yeah, that you're talking. About. I think you. I think you watch all these too that I watch. You always say that, but he was. She was like, "I I want a song." He's like, "Okay, give me a record, and I'll find some samples, or give me a song to sample, and then I'm gonna write a song with it. Write you a song with it." And then he like pulls like a couple little drum snippets, rearranges them, plays bass on top. Bada bing, it's a song. I think seeing mm -hmm. a sparsity of that coupled with me listening to a lot of Frank Ocean, I was like, hey, maybe that's how I want to do something. Like I want to just look up some drums. Just doesn't have to be much. I'll just lay some synth, play some bass. See if I can just, I don't think I'm after a ton. I just want to make something I think is interesting and cool. Sure. And, um, then that's when I was, uh, as I was really detailing for you before we rolled here, uh, I was sampling some albums, some records. And so my record player has a USB out, which I've always been like, oh, I can sample stuff because it has a USB out. That's not even necessary. It's cool. That's a cool feature before streaming music because it would it came with a program that would split an album into songs. It would detect silence, split up files, right. give you an opportunity to name each file, album artist, and send it right into your iTunes. I don't need to do that. I don't need to digitize albums. Um, but, the, you know, the sampling feature I've always thought was cool, But and I was about to commit to doing that, and then I realized, hey, I can headphone out. I just headphoned out into my audio interface right into GarageBand. So then I'm just really easily just putting mm. a record on, hitting R on GarageBand, and I got that already. And then just chopping up in there. It's already just in GarageBand. It's that fast. It doesn't have to... I don't have to be bringing in whole MP3 files Are you scrubbing? Are you scrubbing through these records? 
basically. Like yeah. looking, like are you like I'm just rotating kind of it lifting by hand? the needle. Oh, you're yeah, I'm lifting, just lifting and the needle. Yeah, and just like all right, because you know I know pretty much what I have. Um, but uh, so yeah, I've just been kind of messing around that way. Um, and yeah, that's been super fun. I I made it's something that I'm happy with. Great way to stay in shape. That's a great way to stay in shape. Uh, I sent you something. So I kind of, after a few hours, kind of made something pretty cool. I played bass on top of it, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I uh, kind of mixed it, and I guess mastered it in a way that I liked. I was listening to it on a bunch of different types of speakers, including sending it to my Dropbox to listen to on my phone. And then I was then immediately bringing up Kanye West Bound 2 to see how I'd like to deal with a sample from that sort of time and bass sound. And I was really right. kind of... Comp comparing and stuff sure and getting as close as i wanted to while still making the changes mm -hmm. that i needed to for my own mix and sure. uh basically i have a big idea here and you know debuting it on the pod uh to keep me accountable i've already kind of had a dry session uh but i was doing this all weekend i came up with two things that i like one that i sent you one that i didn't but um i think this is also a good way for me to just write too to just find like all right like some beatles drums and then sure. i just played on top of it and then i'm like well i can take those drums out and then i can put my own like drum machine in there have somebody play drums but i wrote i wrote something around a thing yeah anyway a lot of people do uh, that a lot of people write yeah. to loops i think i need to do that more i think i've always found that i can come up with things while listening to something and then sort of extrapolate but um what was I gonna say? Uh, you should. You gotta do a like a like a spooky one, like a spooky cool. drony one. Yeah. And then I'll use that as my uh, spooky drony layer. In, okay. Oh, cool. Uh, in a in a absolute beater. That sounds perfect. Um, I'm gonna find. I I bet I'll. I'm gonna really try to do that. But so, I have. I th and I've mentioned this to you before. I have a mm -hmm. gift card to a record store Ooh. and I've still not pulled the trigger on this. I want to mean it. Uh, they have a listening station there too now, which is a big step because then I can kind of sample anything without being bothersome and making them change the music in the store for an hour. Uh, but right. Being like, yeah, could you, you mind tossing this on? Hey, I don't know this. I don't know this either. I don't know this either, but now I can just listen to everything on my own. But either way, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this opportunity to buy a ton of records to be real like i i'm gonna come up yeah and yeah and i want to make an album or an ep this way imagine so been trying to do that for 10 years if i'm being honest with you come but, come up dry a few times but you seem very self-sufficient this way well, this is just a different mode, I'm thinking. Mm. Well, because I've always thought, too, oh, yeah, maybe I'll finally start writing an album. Maybe I'll finally start, oh, I don't have a music project with other people. I'm going to try to write a title fight kind of sounding album, blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't a happen. A title fight this, type beat. This is, this is the most movement I've had on, like, sound art, too, to wrap it all together that oh. I've had in a while. Call back, call back. Callback. Um, yeah, to follow up on this work text thing too, I'm just, <laughs> and I was telling you this earlier, and then 
I was making a whole point to tell you that a fire had been put out, but I was really outlining a lot of my work stuff recently before I told you right. that everything was okay. But now I'm getting a separate, I'm in a text thread that's like, hey, what about this project? And I was like, well, today's Monday too. Like this person knows exactly where it was Friday at three. Um, and now it's like, I have to turn in a bunch of stuff tomorrow again, but a different thing. So now I'm just, it's okay. Cause like I said, I'm just committed to just working through the night. I'm going to burn the midnight oil, but right. Um, maybe get a snack or two DoorDash something. Who knows? Yeah. Just take a little beat. Just, yeah. Grab a snack. Maybe I'll get a nighttime coffee. I'll make myself like hot coffee later. I'm already pot number two. This is the last cup of pot number two uh, today. That's a lot of coffee, man. Yeah. It's what are we talking pot-wise? How many how many cups are you getting out of a pot here? Well, so this is from my ninja that I've talked about endlessly, I'm sure, too. But uh, a feature that it does is an over-ice blend. Put on, put on that other album, Almost Ready. It's the... the uh, it's 2007. It's, yeah. Oh, Beyond. Beyond, yeah. Almost Ready is the first song. I like that one. We'll just... We'll play this till we'll play ourselves sure. out with this Let's play us but out. this one's a ripper just rips the whole time you I, I, we'll keep listening to it but either way uh yeah so this there's this feature over ice mode and it's yep. like calls it half pot full pot it's basically kind of like this much coffee at the bottom of a pot maybe like two inches of a i don't know but either way once that once i dilute it with ice because it's hot it's and it's extra strong is the way that it's doing it I get maybe three cups. So this is probably cup five or six. Four or five, six. Four or five. I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's chill. Uh, but yeah, what else? I got nothing. But yeah, I've that. just been kind of... I've been kind of... Uh, I've been feeling creative lately. And I've been trying to... Uh, find inspiration a bit more and things like that and kind of building into my life that that's something that I need to do both personally and professionally. And, uh, <clears throat> I love that for like you. I s oh, yeah. Hey, quick check in on, uh, how's be a worse person going for you. Yeah. I kind of gave that one up a little bit. I kind of just decided to stay home a little bit more. Okay. Sure. Because you were talking about kind of like doing hood rat shit and kind of being hood like Hood rat a, shit. Yeah, I'm still into kind that. Kind of like being a bad guy in a way. The bad guy stuff. I think my current take on that is maybe a little bit less active, but just sort of as things come, uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. So. Dude. I'd like to post more too. Um, trying to um, just post gonna, more. I have a like bunch. How? Like on Instagram. Mm. Uh, like I feel. I was thinking. I guess this is an overall check-in. This episode feels like. Um, but so a couple weeks or a while ago, I was just like, I should post more. I haven't posted in a while. Uh, and then like last week, I was like. <laughs> I don't even know what to post anymore. Like, I feel like it's so weird. I, didn't, I never post anything. So why, what's... And then I was like, I talk for two hours on the internet every week. 
Like Every I have a week. decent amount of output into the internet. I don't need to feel like I need to like have some big grand returns. So I'm going to just develop film and I'm going to try to post like kind of just a picture yeah, like every other day or something. Just engage been, more. I've been so bad at being like present on social media ever since like the dawn of social media. Yeah. I was like pretty good on MySpace in 2006 and 7. I go through phases like you know how much remember it, like though. during COVID how much I tweeted and stuff? Yeah, you remember, were like you my were Twitter for a while. Active. You were very active on Twitter. I was very on Twitter for a while. Then I just every once in a while I get shy. I'll just kind of be like, oh, I don't feel like telling anybody my opinion or whatever. And then, like I said, yeah. I remember that I'm talking out loud for two hours every week on the internet and I act like that doesn't happen. Yeah, it almost because of the way that like nobody holds me accountable for anything. It kind of feels like nobody is listening. Yeah, it just kind of goes out. And then every once in a while I hear somebody be like, oh, I listen to such and such. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's out for other people, too. Every now and then somebody would be like, oh, I listened to your podcast the other day. I was like, I did? And then... Yeah. It's awesome, and I like that, and uh, that's cool. But yeah, also, it's just so much of the point of it for me is like a just a, just a thing to do. A yeah, chat it to have. Ver- it very much is a chat to have. It's just like a... Yeah, and I think that's what I've been thinking, too. I'm like kind of like, oh, I'm like very like accountable to something. I'm constantly working on something. I think that's cool. It's a thing to, to, yeah, accountability and consistency and something outside of my own brain and space. Yeah. I think in the time that I've been doing this podcast, I went from, like, having just moved out of my mom's house and being, like, still, like, like a very, like a very different person to a very, very different person. Yeah, I agree. I like I like just moved out and like was <clears throat> starting to figure out how to be an adult. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I obviously whoever has figured it out, but yeah, right. Now, I no longer feel in any way that I'm like, uh, or I'm still very young, but I'm, I'm very ne- young. like I'm the youngest I man alive, the youngest man in the world. When I was like twenty, living on my own. Obviously, yeah. that felt very pretendy. Uh, they, I get it. Like, there's not, like, there's no, I, and maybe for like a lo- a long, many, many years now. Like, I've, I don't use the word adulting. It just is. You know what I mean? You know when dude, some people kind of are like, oh, dude, adulting, and it's like I hate people that like I, the same people that say adulting are the same people that are Disney adults and Jack Skellington adults, and like yeah, and it's fuck, just like a weird annoying kind of. Yes, I agree. And I think it's part of it is just kind of it's frustrating to see because it tells me that it's like like oh, you don't have to do this. Like you can just you could just like hang out at your mom's house. Like it's not just exist like it's just existing. You're like doing Dang, it like it's ho- you're saying it's don't like a talk hobby. to me until I've had my coffee. I Yeah, it's like I'm not ready I, to adult yet. Yeah, like, for me uh, like that that God. thing that kind of made sense till I was like 2021 20, when I was kind of like, oh yeah, like I'm kind of on my own and a lot of friends aren't, but I'm just pretending just as much as they would be if they got their own place today. And now it's kind of just like, you you you're telling me you don't know how to pay your electric bill? That's a problem. You should 
you should know how to do that. I remember this episode of Girls where like, and everybody now I've heard no, basically nobody likes girls. I liked that show a lot. Seemed like a lot of people used to like it. Turns out everyone hates Lena Dunham. A lot of people hate that show. I think that's it's really definitely cool. one of those opinions that everybody made after the fact. Yes, I agree. And are pretending that they never liked it. I think it's well made. I think it's well written. I think it's well shot. I think it's obnoxious because she's obnoxious and it's also just the time. People were just obnoxious. Sense of humor was obnoxious at that time. That's that millennial thing too. But there's this episode where she's like post-college. She has to be 23, 24. She's getting like a job at Vice or something and she's talking about checks and she's like, I just forget and I never know if where the date or the money and like it's just these things block me. Everything blocks me. And I remember thinking that was so funny for a while. And then I just by the time I was like 19, I was like, wait, okay. I've paid like three bills and I really know how checks work. Like, yeah, right. it's just, it's silly. It's, it's silliness. We now are, I don't oh, use checks at all anymore shit. though. So that's a different thing. I got to give what? you something to do, huh? Yeah. We haven't done, yeah, we haven't done like a, I think you were saying we haven't done a metalcore record in a minute. Yeah, we haven't done heavy in a while. Let's go heavy with it then. Let's go, let's go the heaviest with it. All right. Uh, new Darko record, Dark Death Mask Part Two. All right. It's twenty-one minutes. Finally, long. New Darko. Here we go. Here we go. Long time coming. You know, this kind of yeah. thing. Cool. I have a sleeve now, so this is kind of just the things that I listen to. Right. Right. You know what I mean. That makes sense to me. Did you get a new windbreaker yet? Now that you're a no, sleeve guy? No. That kind of aligns with me. I think you need a new windbreaker to go with your sleeve. I know Dude. it seems counterintuitive, but I, I know that you understand as well. No, I do. Um, what was I going to say? I saw a video the other day that said uh, other call-outs at other concerts, and it's like artists telling people to like jump, and then it says uh, call-outs at the metal show. And then it's a clip of um, the dude from Acacia Strain on stage while there's just kind of ambience playing and one guitar chugging. And then he's just going, kill, kill, kill. That's, That's so bizarre. <laughs> That's fun, See if we can find it. Uh, but yeah, that's what we'll do next week. We'll do... Darko next week. Darko US. Uh, this has been the Nobody's Is that one of those, like... Oh, never mind. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot. Um, is that... <laughs> hey, is that, like, Kublacon TX or Vayne I don't FM? know. Uh, I've looked up Darko before, and I don't see any other bands. Mm -hmm. So I think they're just kind of doing it for the look. And that's what it says, like... Where social media or also like Spotify kind of stuff? I think like Spotify that. maybe even. Cool, yeah. To finish that, uh, okay. No, let's let's uh let's finish this off, Mike. Yeah, uh, this has been the No Rules Listening to the Music Podcast. I've been Andrew. I've been Eric. See you later.